Welcome to All The Things Podcast. I'm Regina Lawrence, your host. I'm a lawyer turned soulful business strategist and transformational mindset coach. I'm also the founder of the community, All The Things Business. I've created a community of women who can truly be all the things, successful, spiritual, sexual, and wildly unique, all while creating a life of purpose and passion according to our own rules. We don't have to look or be a person that societal norms dictate anymore. We don't have to play by somebody else's rules. We can be whoever we want to be, and that person can be all the things in one. Each week, I'll bring you episodes where we dive deep into business, entrepreneurship, and a whole host of topics to help us dive into who we truly are so that we can really be all the things. Welcome to my podcast. Hey guys, I know that starting a business can be really complicated, confusing, scary, and there's so many moments when you're starting your business or when you're pivoting your business, you feel really, really confused and like you have no one to talk to. I totally understand that because when I started my coaching business, I felt like I didn't know what I was doing. I felt like I tried a million things and I would hit dead ends and I would just try and try and try and try. Luckily, I was able to figure it out, but I had to take the long way. And that is exactly why I am the business coach that I am, because I've tried and I've tried and I've tried all of the things, and I know what works in creating, scaling, and pivoting your online and coaching business. If you are needing a friend, if you are needing a coach and somebody to hold your hand through this crazy process of growing your business online, schedule a free 30-minute virtual coffee chat with me. Go to my website, reginalawrence.com, and click schedule a virtual coffee chat, and we can hop on and talk about one particular issue in your business that you are struggling with right now. And by the end of that 30 minutes, I promise you that you will have a solution. Once again, it's www.reginalawrence.com and click schedule a virtual coffee chat. I cannot wait to talk to you and help you unravel anything you are struggling with in your business right now. Enjoy this episode. Energy is a word that we are hearing people use all the time in a very mainstream way. Energy is something that you hear me talk about a lot. I talk about the energetics of things. I talk about as entrepreneurs in business, we are the energetic framework of our business and it's so important to keep ourselves in alignment. But what does that actually mean and how do we actually keep ourselves in energetic alignment? I don't know about you, but I know for me, there have been times where I've been on a journey or on a road in my life or in my business and I know that I am doing what I am meant to do, but something just feels off by a couple degrees. And I don't know quite what it is, but I know that I need help getting aligned. Our guest today is somebody who is like an energetic chiropractor. I love that she says that. Our, one of my dear friends, Natalie Emka, is a guest on today's podcast. And I'm so excited for you to get to experience Natalie and learn from her about energy because that's what she is an expert in. Nat is a transformational speaker, trainer, and sought-after energy coach to leaders all over the globe. She works with conscious leaders, executives, influencers of this generation and to the next to strengthen their energy and positive impact on the world. She is a professional certified coach through the ICF. She is a member of the Forbes Coaches Council. She is a president and CEO of With Heart Communications, Inc., and has been a nationally known motivational speaker and leadership trainer for the past 16 years. She is also the host of the Next Conscious Leader podcast for energetically sensitive leaders who are here to help anchor down positive change on the planet at this time. And then in 2020, she created the With Heart energy coaching certification to magnify heart-centered leadership and energy coaching inside the coaching industry. Natalie specializes in taking the world of energy, human behavior, spirituality, and the factors that influence change and apply them to everyday life and business in a practical, tangible way. Her ultimate goal is to help businesses and individuals create the change they want to see in the world and accomplish exactly what their soul came here to do in this lifetime. 
Natalie and I speak about so many things today. It's such a beautiful episode. I know you guys are going to love it. Um, We talk a lot about how she even began to do this work, how she started to hone her spiritual gifts as a channel. We talk about what she does in an energetic surgery. We talk about how she is working with and coaching and helping to teach the next generation of world changers and so much more. So I hope you guys love this episode and I'll see you on the other side. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of All the Things Podcast. I am your host, Regina Lawrence, and today's guest is a very good friend of mine. (laughs) When I think about how to describe Natalie Emka, there are the traditional things we could say. She's a coach. She's a trainer. She is a leader. She is a spiritual channel, which we'll get into. She's also going to be a published author soon. She's a podcaster. She is a speaker and has spoke on national stages all over the country for years. She's kind of all the things, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Soon to be event host. Soon to be event host. She's kind of everything. Before the episode started, I was like, Nat, what do I tell people that you do? And she was like, well, and then we just like rambled through like the list of all the accolades and all the shit she does. And what, who is more fitting to be on this podcast than Natalie, all the things, Emka. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to my podcast. Thank you. I love it. I love being here. It's, It's actually a really beautiful part of my journey, embracing that I was all the things and you have helped me with that over the years. And I had a really big part of my process um, several years back to really, really trying to balance, you know, that being the spiritual channel and also functioning in the middle of society in the middle of a busy city, you know, looking in the mirror and loving having lashes and, you know, my nails done. And then also with a very big part of me that just wanted to sit on a, a mountain and meditate for the rest of my life, shave my head. <laughs> you know, I had to, I had to figure out how to be both. I had to figure out how to be, how to be all the things. So, so yes, this feels like the perfect introduction. It's funny because when I met Natalie, she was sitting across from me at a women's networking event <laughs> and she is very beautiful, tall, blonde, lashes, nails, always done. And I remember her, one of our first encounters, she was like, I really had this period of time where I just wanted to shave my head and like be on a mountain. And then I was like, wait a minute, but you like having your nails done and you like having lashes. Like you can't go sit on a mountain. I I worked through it. I worked through it, but it was, there was a moment where, where I really considered it. So like something about you that's really special that people start to understand when they get into your zone, but maybe at first glance don't know it, is that you have really powerful spiritual gifts and they have come online over the years and you have really worked on them and you just like, and and I want people listening to this to really understand this. We talk about spiritual gifts often, but it's not necessarily something that just comes online and you you know, have all of these abilities to channel and to connect to other realms and other beings and angels and your ascended masters. But it's something, it's a craft that you work on. It's a muscle. It's something that takes reps and time. So I would love for you to share with the listeners, what is it that from that perspective as a channel, what is it that you do and where the fuck did this gift come from? Oh, where to start with that? I, so one of my favorite things to do are deep, you know, in my deep dive sessions, there's a couple of ways to work with me one-on-one. There's the one-on-one containers that are ongoing. And then you can also do a 90 minute, what we call an energetic surgery or a 90 minute deep dive with me, where I literally come into your energy field. And if you've ever been on one of my lives, I do my, my lives every week. If you've ever been on one of my lives, I can come into your energy field just by you giving me permission, just by you typing, you know, yes, come in or asking me a question. And that's, that's really the way I work. I come into the energy field and I, I, 
clairvoyant, clairsentient, clairaudient, which means clairvoyant means I see things, I see pictures, uh, clairaudient meaning I can hear the phrases I need to hear and clairsentient meaning I can feel in my body what's going on energetically. Those are the three gifts I use to serve. And I can come into that energy field and help you translate what's going on, help you translate why I call forth your guides and teachers, healers, angels, masters, guardians, and protectors, and only energies of the highest in order to discern what's going on with you. And then we work to adjust it. So I can energetically do things. Um, I bring in a lot of energies and support. And I also, um, will coach if, if I'm being told to coach. So sometimes someone's guides or teachers will say, Hey, you know, there's, there's some, there's something here. We can't, instead of just telling them what this is, let's coach to this, let's move the energy, which is one of the biggest things that I believe in as an energy coach, I believe in moving the energy and helping it shift. And when you really dive deep into the energies to shift them, it's, it's like pulling out the root of the weed, as opposed to just pulling off the top of the weed when you're, you know, in your garden, you got to dig deep. And so I will do that and I'll combine all of them in a magical conglomeration of uh, time with me to help you really get real results in your life and really shift your energy to become a clearer channel, you know, get out of your own way, uh, shift the energies just sometimes one to two degrees can be a major, major surgery in someone's field. And I do that by working with you to do it. So it's not me doing it for you. I'm doing it with the, the person on the other end. And the people I like to work with the most are people who are here to bring high vibration to the planet. They know they're here. I call them the next wave of conscious leadership on the planet, conscious, current conscious leaders, and those that are here um, to bring change to leading in general. I love working with them. And so they actually don't always look like, you know, healers or Reiki masters or things like that. I work with a lot of executives, um, high level organizations. Um, I work with people who already are leading powerfully and I help them adjust their energy, adjust their focus as well. And again, I do it through coaching and through spiritual and energetic work. Did that explain really well? Yeah. <laughs> when you, when somebody's listening and they hear you say that you channel, so can we, can we share, like, can we show them what that means? Yeah, I can talk about this too. So when we talk about this. Um, there's, there's a lot of things to think about. There's a lot of things to to really be conscious of. And I hear a lot of people say they're here to bring light to the planet. Yes. Especially if you're, you're radiating toward me or toward Regina, you're here to bring light. You're here to bring high vibration to the planet, but it starts with you. It starts with you and your, your own actions, your own energy, um, the things that come from you and are a result of your, what I call ripple. Um, it, it really starts with you. So a lot of people will go out there and try to, you know, change other people, but with love, when you say you're here to bring light to the planet, it actually starts with your connection to source and how, um, clear that channel is because then it flows through you and everything that you do, people come into your field and they literally feel different. They feel the recognition of truth. They feel light. They feel love. Um, they, and, and it's not always rosy, you know, um, love. And I mean, especially light, light does what light does, which is to illuminate. So it can bring up people's stuff. It can bring up, um, triggers. It can bring up conflict, you know, which is again, why I work with high level executives and leaders that are, they, they know they're, they're light. They know they bring a lot of light. Um, because we often have a little bit more challenge and we often can feel it all because we're empathic too. So it's, it's, it's a thing. There's a lot that happens there. And when I talk about, you know, me channeling light, I'm really, I've just accessed a place within myself through years and years and years of work and working with spiritual teachers and exercising my gifts and such, where I've created this field of energy um, within myself. And I help you do the same by bringing you 
the light wherever it is that you need it for you. So it can then remove the light does again what the light does. It illuminates things, it removes things, it cleans you out, it can help you in that way. So I just really access my high my high vibration and my light to help you access yours. And yes, it translates to work, it translates to words, it translates to coaching and things like that. But I bring light, you know, we all bring light wherever we are and whatever we do. So channeling light does sometimes look like bringing it in the form of words, but it's also just a state of being, which anybody can actually do. Yeah. Part of the work that you are doing in this lifetime is you bring forth information for the collective. Yes. And actually, let me step back because I know exactly what that means because <laughs> I know, you know, but what does that mean um, when you're bringing forth information for the collective? Well, which, which collective are you talking about too? Are you talking about, because I, I love to work. Are you talking about the main collective on the planet? Or are you talking about, okay. Okay. So yeah, let's talk about the main collective. There's a lot of collectives. <laughs> People like I know, that. Word. Yeah. Um, I like to work with what I call the world changer collective up close. You know, again, those who know who they're here to bring change, those who know they're here to help bring um, light and they're doing it through their various jobs. They are, they've accessed a certain level within themselves. Um, they are, um, again, already kind of doing it. They're bringing uh, light, light and conscious leadership to all these different industries. And the magic of this is that it's work that collective, we kind of, we kind of penetrate the next conscious leader collective here. We kind of penetrate the main real world mm -hmm. in a sneaky undercovery kind of way, but totally. it's actually, it's not sneaky. Yeah. It's, it's actually of, of the highest because it's what we came here to do. But that's one of my favorite ways to, to work and to help people really um, embrace their own love and light and gifts because you are planted. And this is, uh, this is actually why, why we started the podcast talking about this. You are planted in the middle of your environment for a reason. You've chosen that you've picked that, you know, you've chosen to help the greater collective of planet earth at this time, um, on purpose in a certain city, in a certain way with certain other people around you in a certain job, et cetera, you're undercover wherever you are. And that's how we help and bring messages and light to the greater collective of, of, of humans on the planet right now. So we're working undercover in the real world. And that's why we look like everyone else. That's, this is again, part of big part of my process over the years. This is why I love having lashes. This is why I have my nails done. You know, I have long hair and highlights <laughs> as opposed to, um, you know, sitting on the mountain because the people I'm meant to reach and the people I'm meant to help are, are, are drawn to you. You know, they're drawn to the things that you like as well. They hear you when you look like you do, you know, they, they hear you because you are all the things. So you're supposed to bring your light to them in that way. There's been no mistake. You're not in the wrong place. Sometimes we think that we're in the wrong place, but if you are not getting through to the people around you, there's a translation issue, or there's something going on in your energy field where they can't hear you. And again, that's where I come in. So if you're not doing what you want to do, if you're not hitting the people you want to hit, there's something going on in your energy field that's preventing that from happening. And we can always adjust it. Energy can always be shifted. Yeah. I had a business expert ask me once how long it takes me to get results for my clients. And I honestly, I could, I answered him. He, he was doing a consult with me and I honestly answered him. And I said about 15 minutes and he said, what? He was expecting me to say like, you know, three months, six, eight weeks. And I said, 15, 15 minutes. And he said, what, how? And I say this not to brag about me. I say this to say, that's how close you are to a breakthrough within yourself. You know, you're usually just one to two degrees off. You're usually just one to two degrees away from your biggest realization in that moment, your biggest shift. And that's the exciting part. That's where I love to play. That's where the magic is for all of us. We're just a couple degrees off sometimes. And again, that's why I can come in and help adjust um, very quickly and get you into a place where you're in alignment. You know, a lot of people throw that word around, but to me, that's what it really is. It's a feeling. Um, and we have a lot of mini moments of alignment in our lives. Mm -hmm. 
it's not just like, oh, I got into alignment and now I'm a hundred percent never going to encounter a challenge again. No, getting an alignment is something that happens again and again and again, and it is a muscle. Um, but sometimes we have bigger things that are going on that keep us from being in alignment and we can always, always, always adjust them. Something that you touch, you have touched on a little bit that I want to dive into a little bit more is within the world changer collective, you know, Mm -hmm. we are coming in as these kind of undercover conscious leaders to make massive change on the planet. Mm -hmm. And we're seeing this happen in droves. We're seeing people are waking up. And they're wanting to step in to being conscious leaders, Mm -hmm. but they, because this is a new space, people are not really sure how to step. They want to step. I think the intention is I want to step in with integrity, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. I don't really know how to do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It depends for everybody, you know, everybody's going to look a little different. And again, that's kind of the magic of how I work and what I do. I don't really have a niche. (laughs) And that was another big part of my process, trying to figure out what my niche was. I worked with a lot of marketing experts over the years um, to figure out who I really was helping. And I realized everybody that was coming to me, the more I prayed for guidance on this, the more my team and, you know, the universe would send me people that were from just every industry you could think of. And I was like, what the heck is going on? I don't have a niche, quote unquote. In the coaching industry, they tell you you have to have a niche. And um, I finally began to realize that my niche was that I didn't have a niche and you you, you get it with this this group you work with. And so I say that to say that stepping into leadership and stepping into leading is an internal decision that you make we are actually all leaders. It's just a matter of Mm -hmm. where you're putting your energy in a given moment and how you're ending up leading. So deciding to lead is an internal shift first that then ripples out. I teach in my uh, coaching certification, I teach about the three spheres of energy. There's the energy of you. There's the energy of your, your people around you. They're, They're technically your sphere of influence. And then there's the energy of the world. It's they're all sitting at certain frequencies And when you shift your own frequency into one of leadership, one of owning your your light, one of truth, one of acceptance, insert all the the things here, that is felt by those around you. Mm -hmm. And then you can start to move with that in any way you want. You can start your business. Um, You can, you know apply for some jobs. You, you can lead that meeting differently. You know, these certain things start to happen. So for, for everybody stepping into leadership looks a little different, but it's an internal shift that happens first. You have to remember, remember who you are, remember what you came here to do and remember that it starts with you and your energy field we really want to bring light to the planet, it looks like bringing it through your body in all that you do. And then it really doesn't matter what you do. <laughs> you know, you can, you become a walking light bulb. You become a walking light. You walk into the grocery store and you uplift those around you just by being you. Yes. Most people will be uplifted. Some people will be triggered by you. Again, we work with that. We learn how to work with that. We learn how to know what's going on. But again, you, the point is that you, you bring that different vibration. You bring a higher vibration and it starts with you really deciding to do that, knowing and embracing that you are part of the next wave of leadership on the planet. And it looks like this. It looks like being a conscious leader. That is the initiation point. It is the first stage. It's acceptance. It's remembrance. It's remembering that you are here to help. When I, when I train and I teach, I talk about the four stages of the world changers journey. That is part of the first stage. It's that remembrance. It's that waking up. It's that you, that you, that point that you hit where you go, wait a minute, I'm made for more. I'm better than this. There's something that I'm, that I'm off about. I want to get, I want to get back to the mission. I want to get back to what I'm meant to do. And that's a, that's a beautiful point. It's a beautiful place in the journey, but it starts, starts with you. What are the four stages of the world changer journey? Mm. Four stages of the world changer's journey. Well, the first stage is that. Um, I, I say 
the first stage is kind of like you wake up one day and you're like, wow, I could go to, I could go on a road trip. I can go anywhere I want. I could drive from LA to Boston. It's like, you remember that you have that power. Okay. So again, it's remembering who you are. It's stepping into your power. Um, it's going, heck yeah. And, and literally deciding to do it, deciding to embrace it. Stage two of the world changers journey is choosing your, how it's choosing your vehicle. How are you going to bring that light to the planet and that world changing, um, you know, light to others. And in this, keeping with the analogy here, (laughs) it looks like you actually walking to the, uh, quote unquote, walking to the car dealership and picking out a car and going, what vehicle do I want to take me from LA to Boston? You get to choose. Is it a coaching business? Is it a social media business? Is it a podcast? What is your vehicle for bringing light? What's your vehicle for helping to create change? Go and pick it out. And here's the really fun part. You can change your mind later. If you get in a vehicle and you start and you go hundred miles down the road and you're like, man, this car's not working for me. I want to speed it up. I want to change vehicles. I want to do something a little different. You can, and you have that power again too. pull over to another car dealership, get another vehicle and start to change what you're doing. And then committing to it, you know, whatever it is that you got to go all in on it. Not just, I talk about this a lot with people, not just, Oh, I'll do this. If it works. No, you have to trust your intuition. Um, you have to really commit to it and then find out that it will work, but you have to commit first. I see this all the time with light workers. They're like, yeah, I'll write that book, but you know, tell me how it's going to do, or yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll have that event and but make, tell me who's going to come. Spirit doesn't work like that. The energies, they don't, they don't work like that. You commit first, you create the space and then magic happens. So you got to choose your vehicle first, close the doors, drive off the lot. Mm-hmm. Stage three and four, those are the stages that people are usually in when they come to me to work with me one-on-one in some way. Um, for a deep dive, you can be in any stage, but three and four are for my executive clients, my one-on-one clients. Stages three and four, when you're actually already doing it, you're leading. Um, in keeping with the analogy here, it'd be like you're driving and you're you know, several hundred miles into your journey. Um, there's certain things that are happening energetically. People are following you. you know, what does that look like? Um, people are listening to you, meaning you're having an impact, you're having an effect, et cetera. That's stage three. And stage four is when you arrive to a certain point, you arrive to Boston, you arrive to, you know, quote that goal, um, you hit a certain point and actually you realize this is stage four is about dissolution of self. You actually realize that it wasn't about you at all. It was about everything that happened along the way. It was about everyone that you helped and that all of the stages have their own initiations. They have their own challenges. They have their own blissful points. Um, and they're, there is a very clear progression though, that, that one goes through and, one can go through this over months and months or over years, you know, selecting your world changing, um, gifts that you're bringing to the world, or one can go through this, these four stages, literally in a moment, when you walk into a grocery store, stage one would be realizing, uh, the vibe in here is kind of off and I can help stage two is, you know, looking around, realizing, oh, I could compliment the cashier right now, I could uplift the cashier. That's my vehicle. I'm choosing to compliment and choosing to bring light in that way in this moment. Stage three is when you get a response. Uh, You're moving your light out of you and and it's having an impact. Stage four is that moment when you walk away from the cashier stand, you turn around, you look behind you. I always get chills when I think about this. And then you watch the cashier greet the next person. Mm. And they're in a completely different vibration because you've intentionally helped in that moment. Yeah. And then you, you turn and you look and you feel that feeling of, um, grace, dissolution of self, love, truth. You remember, mm-hmm. you know, it's not, it's about what we're here doing and helping each other with all the time. And, um, you watch that ripple keep going beyond you. So those are the four stages of the world changers journey. Again, you can go through them in, um, a few moments. You can go through them over months or years. It's interesting thinking about stage three of the world changer journey, because I think our human, so we pick our vehicle, we're on the road and we think that oftentimes we're like, okay, I'm going to write that book. I'm going to host that event. And we think we know what's going to happen next. (laughs) We're like, okay, great. Well, well, I'm there. I've done (laughs) it. I've created the course. I've launched the program. Like, and that 
action might be a trigger and a ripple for something completely different. Yep. But it was the actual act of taking the next step. Correct. That led to this path that the brain can't even comprehend is coming. Correct. You had to do that thing or think you were supposed to do that thing in order to unlock the next piece. Um, it's kind of like, I can't, I can't tell what's going what the road's going to bring, you know, 15 miles ahead. I just know that right now I'm in the car behind the wheel and I'm driving from this point to this point. And we'll see what happens when I get to this other point, but you're right. That's one of the magical ways that we actually interact with each other as well. And we work with each other in the, in this uh, earth plane as conscious leaders, as light beings, we are, we have puzzle pieces for each other. We have keys for each other. We have, um, things that we unlock for each other just by following our instinct and our intuition. I train so much on intuition. I have the intuition course that trains on how to listen to your intuition, how to know what your intuition is saying, because oftentimes when you have turned your life over to a life of service, oftentimes you following your intuition is not actually about you at all. It's about who you're going to reach in that moment. It's about the impact you're going to have. It's about the people you're going to meet along the way. And yeah. being intuitive also means trusting yourself to shift because you mm-hmm. had to believe that this one thing was the path to get you to the next thing. And then you're very clear all of a sudden that I'm not supposed to do that anymore. I'm actually supposed to do this other thing, but you wouldn't have known that had you not gone all in. Mm-hmm. on this first thing intuitively. Again, this is why intu- intuition is just a muscle. I, I literally call it a muscle. Everyone has one. It's just a matter of how strong yours is and how much time you've spent in the gym working out your intuition. And when you have a strong intuition, you're not afraid to shift. You're not afraid to say what was true yesterday is actually not true today because there's new information. And we've all traveled another day on this earth plane and all of the people around you, all the energies around you are also a little different. You know, the only constant is change, right? So then it becomes a matter of how you're changing. Are you changing in a way that you, um, trust yourself? You love yourself through it, which is my phrase, but I always say, are you trusting in a, or are you uh, shifting in a way where you're beating yourself up? You're, you're saying, oh my gosh, I was wrong. Or, oh my gosh, I did that incorrectly. Um, you know, that's, people do it. I'm not going to make that wrong, but it's almost a misappropriation of your precious energy. So your energy can also be spent trusting yourself and allowing yourself to move in grace and give yourself the grace to change. When people are learning to trust their intuition, I think a lot of times we have the most beautiful intuitions when we're very young, but then things happen. We feel something and we question and we're told, no, no, that's not what's happening. And so then we're start to condition well, to be conditioned to not trust it. So then as an adult, we're trying to remember and we're trying to strengthen that muscle again. Yeah. How do you start to tap back into and strengthen that intuitive muscle? Well, there's, there's a couple places you go in what I call your, your intuition house, there's places that you take your intuitive nudges. Um, you either go to the back room where you, once you get an intuitive nudge, you tell yourself, Oh, I can't do that because when I did something like it, something like this happened before you go to, you go to the past, there's the front rooms where you take your intuitive nudges where, where you try to conjure up what's going to happen. Uh, you are make believing, you know, that this is going to be the case. If you listen to this intuitive ping, um, sometimes people bounce from the front room to the back room, to the back room, to the front room. (laughs) Um, and then there's this, um, this moment too, where there, even if you can't see what's going to happen, there's, and there's just a blank wall, you, you kind of freeze. So first, when you're learning to strengthen your intuition, first tune into what you do with an intuitive nudge. When you get the feeling to do something, what do you do with it? We go into a lot of detail on this in the intuition course. What do you do with it? Where do you go with that intuitive nudge? you just watch yourself, observe yourself. See if you go into the back room and question it. See if you go into the front room and try to project out what's going to happen. 
Mm-hmm. See if you can even, um, this is another thing too, we talk about in the course. Can you even hear your intuition? Mm-hmm. Have you gotten quiet enough to hear your intuition? We're masters here on the human earth plane of distraction. And we keep ourselves from being fully present with ourselves in so many, so many thousands of ways. Can't even get into all of those, but you have to first make space within yourself and then observe what you do when you hear your own intuition and go from there. You know, it's, it's not, it's not as obvious as people think it's actually a really subtle process. You know, this, you, we've been through many, 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 many intuitive moments over the course of our friendship past several years. We, um, we both can attest to the fact that it's a very subtle knowing Mm -hmm. you have to get quiet then to hear it and even know what you're doing with your intuitive pings in the first place. I've also had to learn like that just because I'm getting an intuitive ping about something doesn't mean I'm going to see the reason why I had the ping immediately. Correct. Like I'll just get pings. Like the other day I was like, I'm going to go to this certain place to do work this morning. And Kiki was like, why are you going there? And I was like, I don't know. I'm supposed to go there and work today. And I went and I did my work and saw some people and had like little conversations and then I left and I was like, huh, I wonder like what energetic, like ripple mm. that sent out Correct. for me to be in that space, to meet those people in that moment. Like, I wonder what ripple that put out there because every single thing we do has an energetic imprint and a ripple, yep. but I used to wait. I'd be like, I so I'd feel the ping. I'd follow it. And I'd be like, nothing happens where's the, like, where's the thing I'm supposed to see? So and that's, that's a lesson I've had to learn with my intuition. Yes, this is, um, I'm going to do a quick plug. Now I have a podcast episode called the trust loop and, um, it's a really powerful download, a very powerful episode to listen to. It's probably my most popular episode right now. Um, that straight download from source on this, and how to get into what I call a trust loop with yourself and with the universe, how to trust your intuition. And it speaks exactly to what you just said. You're going to get the nudge first. So imagine the trust loop, like an infinity symbol, because that's how the download came. It literally is this bright glowing infinity symbol. The nudge is on this side. And then the confirmation is on the other side of following that loop. So you won't have the confirmation in the moment that you get the nudge. You have to follow the nudge down the loop. Then you get the confirmation and then that strengthens you um, to do it again, strengthens that muscle because you're like, there's the confirmation. And then that sends you back down the loop to take another action again. And, and, and you, you get the point, the trust loop. So listen to the full download. The full download's really powerful. Um, I, I get messages on it all the time. It was months ago that this came through and I still get messages on it. It'll train you on um, the importance of listening to your intuition and really how to get into what I call a trust loop with yourself and with the universe, with God, the source, however you resonate uh, with, with the energies. Um, it's important that you have these muscles strong. And this is really my work right now. This is what, this is the, <laughs> this is the, the true um, magic behind what I do and what I'm doing with the next conscious leader movement here. Um, it's helping you get really strong energetically in within your own field. So you can trust your intuition and then also know, you know, where the wounds are, uh, know where you need to refine your energies, you know, know where you need yeah. to, to clean things up. That's extremely important as well. You know, it's not just, Oh, follow your intuition forever. And you're always quote, right. Yes, you are in a way, but also mm-hmm. you're sending out a ripple. So what kind of ripple are you sending out then? Um, And you're going to get feedback on that ripple. And if it's not the feedback you want, or it's jangly feedback, or it's intense feedback, that's painful um, with love. That's an opportunity. That's what I call a doorway to go into. So um, once you go in those doorways bravely and you see what there is to see, then you can get even more strong because you're going to clear whatever that is that needed to be cleared. And that's Mm -hmm. one of my uh, favorite pieces too, about 
this earth journey for all of us, we came with our own curriculum, our own human curriculum and our own journey. And we each have what I call courses that you're going through and everyone's looks different. So this is a beautiful point to just say, drop the judgment because people around you are going through things that you have no idea. And they are in the middle of their own curriculum right now. And it actually, for the most part, doesn't have a lot to do with you. And, um, being in the, being in the space of compassion around the fact that everybody's got their own stuff is a really beautiful, beautiful way to, um, to, to jump back to the present moment. Um, but the conscious leader, like wave on the planet right now is going through their own, their own stuff to clear. So you're always going to have stuff to clear is my point. You're always going to have stuff to work on and none of it's good or bad or right or wrong. It's just, um, little, little tap taps, little opportunities to make you even more strong, even clearer, even more unshakable. As I always say, there's, there's things that are, that are pinging in your field as part of your human curriculum and you have doorways to go through that can help you get even, even more steady, clean, clear, and able to do what you came here to do. Well, it's also, um, you know, as the different things are pinging and there's the next layer of work and the next layer of work, like you said, that's never going to stop, but the integrity piece of it Mm -hmm. as a leader is actually answering and responding to the pings and doing the next layer of work. Yes. Yes. And, and it's not, if the layer, the work actually changes. So, okay, here's another, here's another podcast plug. I have a podcast called uh, the circle, the circle of healing. And that actually um, explains what's happening energetically for you too. It's not that you're going to experience the same parts of your curriculum in the same way throughout your entire life. Um, you actually do unlock more spaciousness around your healing and around your stuff over time by doing this work. Um, so yes, there's always going to be more stuff and more stuff, but I say this to encourage you, you can be working through your stuff and be steady AF. You can be, you can be, you know, in the next level of whatever's going on and not trying to, you know, trying to be steady. You're actually steady. Yeah. Do you have your little moments of like humanness and processing? Yes. But, but you're still steady underneath because you go into those moments. So there's, 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 um, there's always work, but you also get a little bit more spaciousness from the intensity. You know, it doesn't, your, your uh, triggers don't knock you over like they would have, you know, four or five years ago. So I say that to encourage you that the pieces of your curriculum will always be the same and that you might find yourself seeing again, the same lessons again and again, but you'll see them from a different level of consciousness again and again and again. It's like when you do, it's similar to doing your human work. So like, as you're working through different things and you're processing and you're responding in different ways, it's not that, for example, like a codependent doesn't sometimes fall back into those habits, but it's the amount of time for the bounce back, right? Yeah. Like the more steady you become as a human, the easier and the quicker the bounce back and the responses, you were not reacting. And so I, I like liken that to when we're doing work at a higher level of consciousness, you know, we can be energetically rooted and steady. <laughs> and as we're working through the things that come up, we're deeply rooted, but we're still going to have like the smaller things to work through, to work through, to work through. Yeah, this, this speaks to though, um, some stages of the transformational process. I train coaches in, um, in, in how to create change and how to hold space for the spiritual and energetic transformation, as well as be a coach. Uh, it's called the with heart energy coaching certification. And, uh, in that certification program, I teach the, the stages of the transformational process And there's actually um, a really very clear uh, way that people go through the stages of transformation when you're shifting your energetic patterns. And um, I'm not going to go into too much detail about it, but there's a difference though, between still engaging in the patterns and, you know, seeing yourself right before you engage in the patterns. Okay. So it's not like, you know, you're always dipping back into, oh, I just did that thing again. When you're actually doing the work, you, uh, you eventually 
shift the energy enough so that you're no longer feeling the same. You catch yourself, you know, from a higher level of consciousness before you make that choice. And, um, you are, you're, you're like, you know, you're, um, catching yourself in a beautiful way and putting love on it before you go down that same path. So again, it's not like, oh shit, I did that codependent thing again and I'm in it again and again and again and again and again. If you find yourself in it again and again and again and again, yeah, you've raised your consciousness around it, but you're still in the transformational process. You're still in the part of the transformational process where you're still engaging in it. And we can shift that. We can shift that over time and I can show you how, but there's, there's stages that you still need to go through around that. Um, not just this is, this is spiritual bypassing on the planet right now. Insert soapbox. I'm going to jump on this right now. Cause people yeah. like are watching themselves right now, engage in their, in their patterns and, and thinking that it's okay. You know, I, I, I see this a lot on social media or TikTok and reels. People are like aware of their toxic patterns, making jokes about their toxic patterns, finding themselves in the middle of their toxic patterns, and then brushing it off, you know, in a spiritual way, or, you know, doing some sort of spiritual, um, practice and they think that that's that's okay then it's all good and they've shifted the pattern you haven't shifted the pattern just because you're aware of the pattern that does not equal transformation Uh, that does not equal the shifting of the energy around it you're in the part of the transformational process where you could see it and make a joke about it and not judge it yeah but that's again not changing the pattern (laughs) you know we joke about our toxic patterns and our toxic this and that it's all over tiktok but it's not that's not change. That's not actual consciousness. It's not the highest level of consciousness around it. So if you really want to become the next level of conscious leadership on the planet, it looks like seeing that and then lovingly doing something about it. Right. Bravely. Yeah. Brave bravery. So anyway, there's the stages of the transformational process about it. Um, and awareness is literally the first stage. (laughs) So some people are not at awareness yet. And that's what we're watching on the planet as people um, are coming to a higher level of consciousness. People are waking up on the planet. Uh, people are seeing things. They're questioning things there. That's great, but they're not yet at awareness. They're starting to maybe see, and then, you know, some people are getting to more awareness, but they're not at full awareness yet, which is interesting because people are thinking that they are, but they're not quite fully seeing the ramifications of it fully, fully, fully. Otherwise, if you did, you'd go through the next stage, which is what I call the horrification process. Um, (laughs) That's a a term I've lovingly coined over there, our with heart energy coaching certification. You go through what I call the horrification process where you, when you really feel the energetic imprint that you have had on other people, holy shit. And on yourself, holy shit. Do you clean it up fast? So anyway, I, I help guide people through that. And that's the long-term effect of what I do. Um, and with love, if you are just seeing it and laughing about it and talking about it and not changing it, then there's no, there's, you have not gone through the stages. So no, no more spiritual on this. (laughs) Well, it's funny that you just said that because I was, was like going through in my brain things on Instagram and you're right. There's a lot of aware people are starting to become aware of what certain patterns of behavior are, but that's it. And I saw like a meme or something. It was like, or a quote, it was like, just because you're aware, doesn't mean like you've changed anything. <laughs> Correct. You just have more information about yourself, but like, what are you doing with that information? Correct. And with love, you might not even be fully, fully aware of it yet. No, you have like a sliver of the pie. You have maybe 10% of the awareness. Well, because it sounds like, you know, when you have awareness and then you go through the, like one you're, when you are in the horrification process, you're fully aware, Holy you're shit. so aware that you're like, Holy it's shit. What did I do? So intense. And how do I clean it up? Correct. A hundred percent. That's what it is. And that's, and that's why we do this work with that's This is why I train coaches because the coaching industry does not yet know how to hold space for deep spiritual and energetic transformation. And that is what the With Heart Energy Coaching Certification is here to do. It's here to train you how, as a coach, to hold space for that moment and all the other moments with it for a person in order to create real and lasting change. A lot of people are are saying they're coaches when they're actually consulting and they're saying, oh, yes, do this. And oh, yes, there's that. That's a diff. That's a consultant. That's not a coach. A coach 
Uh, and a coach that not just as a coach, but a coach that knows how to hold space for deep spiritual and energetic transformation, that coach is going to get real results for their clients. Yeah. This is the way that I've, I've, I've lovingly started to duplicate what I do for to tr- in the coaching industry and training people on how to do what I do is actually, um, really exciting for me because I'm only one person. I can't, I can't hold space for everybody's energetic transformations. Although I want to, I can train people on how to do it. And going through that horrification process is an extremely delicate procedure for someone. And it must be done in integrity and when you're holding space for it and in a safe way. So again, this is, um, you know, speaking to my coach training, I train you on how to do this. And again, I train you on how to go through the stages of the transformational process not just as a coach, but also for yourself. Mm -hmm. Well, as you're saying that I've, I mean, we've seen it, we've discussed it where people will, people, coaches who are holding space are often able to hold the space for somebody to start to really wake up and see themselves and even get to the point of the horrification process. And then that's it. And so that you have a human who's yep. wide open Ugh. and doesn't know what to do next. And then word. they're yes. just dropped. <laughs> Correct. I put so much love on this because a lot of people are doing this. They're, they're opening up their clients and they don't know how to close them. They don't know how to continue the surgery. It's like taking a scalpel. It's so dangerous. Yep. It's like taking a scalpel, cutting someone open, going, there's the inflamed appendix. And then putting up your hands and walking out of the surgical room. Like it's the most dangerous thing you can do energetically. And, um, it actually is causing more harm than good when within the spiritual community. So knowing how to help someone and open up the space with somebody go in, look, see, and then continue moving with that process is absolutely essential. And, and people are starting to figure this out within the coaching industry. So I have a lot of hope. I really do around this because people are, are, are saying, okay, I hired this coach and I didn't get the results I wanted. Okay. I hired this coach and, you know, we didn't go, we didn't get, you know, the things that were supposed to happen and that I wanted to happen within myself. That's because the coaching industry um, doesn't really know how to help create massive transformation on a deep cellular level. And it's not just rewiring the mind. Okay. That I have a whole probably 10 pages mm-hmm. about that. It feels like it might one of my training manuals. It's not just rewiring the mind. I could talk about that for like 20 minutes, but it's mm-hmm. a deep energetic shift that gets real results. So if the energy has not shifted around it, it will not actually change. Mm-hmm. You will fall back into your energetic patterns. You will always, the, the Navy SEALs say that under pressure, you don't, um, rise to, you know, the, I don't remember exactly how they say it, but you don't rise to what you know, you should do. You fall to the level of your training. It's similar with your energetic, uh, blueprint. Uh, this is also in the training manual. I don't have it with me. I could quote it, but you're not going to, you know, do what you, you know, you need to do when you're under pressure, you're going to fall to the level of your highest vibration in that moment. Always. Yep. So do the work to raise your vibration permanently. And that's how you create real and lasting change. Well, and that's one of the problems in the coaching industry. We see people who are, they buy course after course or program after program. And I've spent a lot of time thinking about this. What is it about the human that like they're buying and buying and nothing is changing? their business isn't growing, like what's happening. And the problem is that, no, it's not just rewiring your mindset. Mm -hmm. It's not just teaching principles and strategies to people. Mm -hmm. There's an actual shift that has to take place with the human. Yes. And you know, when that has actually happened, you feel different. And it's not, again, it's very delicate. It's not just the awareness. It's the whole energetic process. So yeah, it's real. And I'm excited for people to start to learn the difference within themselves too. Mm -hmm. So one of the things we touched on in the beginning, when we were talking about all the things that you do (laughs) and all the things that you're going to be doing is you're really stepping into the live event space again for yourself this time. I know. Yeah. I, I stepped on a stage for the first time when I was in sixth grade. 
And I was finding stages to speak on uh, my entire life until I was 20. After years and years of doing journalism training, speech, speech training, winning all these awards, at the age of 20, I actually started my professional speaking career officially. I became a, an actual paid public speaker and I had that career. I worked for someone else for a little while. Then I started my own business as a professional public speaker. I, I, I've, I've been doing it for a long, long, long time. So 16 years now, almost, I guess almost 17 years uh, on stages. I've been on a lot of, lot of stages. I don't even know how many stages, tens of thousands of people and just a lot of stages. Finally, I am now holding my own events. So starting soon, starting now, uh, this month, I will be hosting my first um, little mini event is what we're calling it. We're doing a couple of mini events this fall, one day events, one day trainings, and then they are leading up to the big event. I'm doing a huge uh, event in Dallas, Texas in uh, November. November 5th through the 7th, I will be doing a three-day training on you, on your energy. On It's called the Next Conscious Leader Live, and we are going to dive deep into your energy. And also, you're going to get the opportunity to connect with conscious leaders from all over the world who are also doing the dang thing in their lives. And it will be three days of me channeling. There will be hot seat coaching. There will be uh, live teachings. There will be so much information. Um, and the goal is that you leave there different and you will. So whether you are feeling called to come to a one day event to try it out first, um, or just want to dive into by the, by the, the three day uh, event pass, I, I highly recommend uh, if you're feeling called to this, there's a reason I highly recommend you get plugged into the energy in some way because there's something that's about to merge. There's something that's about to happen for you. And it is time. It's time for you to, to see it. And also, you know, fully join the ranks of the light uh, leadership on the planet, you know, conscious leadership on the planet. I literally see us as an army, you know, stepping in and lovingly, you know, hitting the atmosphere at just the right angle to come into your respective industries, uh, your respective um, places, and again, do the dang thing, accomplish your mission, do what you came here to do, which is help raise the frequency of the planet at this time. And where can people find information both about the events, the events mm -hmm. and about working with you one-on-one -on -one in a deep dive or, in, or one of your training capacities? Awesome. NatalieMka.com has everything. Uh, you can find all of the information there. We've got another, if you're not able to get to the United States, we've got another opportunity to connect into the energies, uh, virtual programs. Uh, there's one called unshakable happening August 16th through the 23rd that will help you become even more unshakable in your energy field. It's really powerful energy is actually seven days of live training with me. It's designed to blast you in your field. Um, and you can find all the information, everything either on my Instagram and all those links, Natalie Emka, or on natalieemka.com. And then if you just want event information, natalieemkalive.com. Uh, okay. <laughs> so much information. So many things I know. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for being a guest on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Sharing all, all of you all of this beautiful information. I know everyone is going to love it. Guys, please go and check out Natalie's website, check out the events, check out the programs that she is offering and go follow her on Instagram. If you guys love this episode, please take a screenshot, tag myself and Natalie. Let us know what we, what you loved about us. We also love DMs on Instagram. So <laughs> slide into Natalie and my DMs. Let us know that you listened to the, this episode. Yes. I love you guys. Thanks so much for listening. And I will see you next week on the podcast. Guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you loved what you heard, I would be beyond thankful if you would share this podcast on your Instagram story and share with me what about the episode with me or with my guests that you loved. Also, please remember if you love this podcast to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes 
that you don't miss out on all of the incredible guests and topics that we have lined up for you during this crazy year. And as always, if there is ever a guest or a topic or anything you would like for me and a guest to discuss, just shoot me a DM on Instagram at Regina A. Lawrence. Lots of love, guys.